Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Women's body confidence have become a critical issue, and this is global. I want you to all know this. I saw like a profound statistics on the Dove Global Beauty and Confidence Report, and he, who even knew there was such a report? But I couldn't believe the statistics of how many women have low body, they call it body esteem, and they listed all the different countries, and what was interesting is that South Africa, there were the most body confident women with 64% saying that they had high body esteem. But on the low side were women who lived in the UK, Australia, and the US, you know, averaging about 20 to 24%. Only 20 to 24% of women say that they had high body esteem and only 8% of Japanese women said that they felt good about the way that they looked. Moreover, a report revealed that low body esteem is causing the majority of women, 85%, and girls at 79%, to opt out of important life activities. And this is what I want to chat about today. So growing up as a girl, women are, you know, not trying out for teams or clubs or engaging in, you know, family or loved ones activities when they don't like the way they look. And if you think about it, most people think of body image when you hear that word. You think about aspects of physical appearance, attractiveness, and beauty, but the truth is body image is so much more. And I know this to be true as a therapist, working with so many women, it's actually our mental representation of ourselves. And that is going to govern the way that we go through life. It's our perceptions, it's our feelings, it's our beliefs and ourselves. So how does that impact us with dating? I mean, it impacts who we meet, who we marry, the nature of our interactions, our day-to-day comfort level. And so, yes, we may not flirt or, you know, attract a man when we're not feeling good in our body. And so many women focus on what they hate rather than focusing on what they love. And that will prevent you from putting yourself out there if that is you. So where does this all come from? I mean, obviously, increasing pressures from advertising and social media is a huge factor, right? Like that is, I would say, a big driving force to appearance anxiety. But also coupled with, if you've had any negative experiences such as severe criticism or sexual, physical abuse, that is definitely going to impact your body esteem. And even more, you might be riddled with insecurities and fear around intimacy and sex. So I want to talk about how all of these variables can be overcome. I want to give everyone hope because it's something that's really growing in today's society. Obviously, it's a global issue. For many women and girls, the key to breaking a cycle of beauty and appearance anxiety seems to be the experience of taking time to care for your mind, your body, and your appearance. I mean, this is the crust of what I do, right? Focusing from the outside in. I love Dove because they totally backed me up. (laughs) 
they, there was a quote from Dove, which put out all this research, and they said they are committed to creating a world where beauty is a source of confidence, not anxiety. I love this. I want to share um, a story. Actually, it's really close to my heart because it's just happened to a client that I've been working with. I, in fact, spoke with her last week, and it's a very happy ending to this story. Um, when she came to me, she originally felt really low body confidence. She was overweight and extremely fearful of flirting. In fact, she used her weight as an excuse. And later I called it her love shield that prevented her from flirting and getting close to men. So she would go to all these like social events. She said, Kim, I'm really comfortable in my skin in terms of just chatting up guys, right? I'm really social. But she kept falling into the friend zone because she was really friendly. She was really social, but she didn't like flirting, especially ones that she was interested in. And so when I probed a little bit as we were working together, we discovered that really she was scared of the men because she was scared of them rejecting her. And she didn't feel great in her body. So it was easier to just be their buddy. I mean, think about it. That's much lower risk. So we definitely did some reprogramming of the mind and the body and the appearance like we talked about. And I started, of course, with her body and her wardrobe. She started going on this, you know, regiment of exercise and healthy eating. She started losing all this weight. She was taking these boxing classes. And then I did a virtual makeover on her, which made her see how her clothes weren't serving her. And I gave her suggestions on the cuts that worked for her. And in the end, it made her look longer, leaner and sexier. Therefore, she became that, right? And when her confidence was built up, we finally put her online. She was practicing flirting when she was out and about, and she was soaring. And I'm happy to say that last week when I talked to her, she said, you know, Kim, I am feeling so good. My confidence is sky high. I think I went from a two when I first called you. I'm at an eight right now. And I have a ton of men interested in me. I can't believe it. Because here's the thing and what I want all of you to get. When you love you, men will too. When you love you, men will too. And I have someone on the line today who is struggling with her body image and wants to learn to be more comfortable in her skin so she can flirt with ease and attract men everywhere she goes. And I am determined on this call to help her at least crack this code to get her on her way. Welcome, Madison. Hi, Kim. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, happy to. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my God. Well, and that's especially special since you're a listener. I know we had mm-hmm. talked just a little bit. But as we were talking, I, I heard that there was some, yeah, things that you've been struggling with. Why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit and, and tell me more about what you're struggling with? Yeah, for sure. So I'm 23. I just graduated college and uh, sort of establishing my career a little bit. Uh, I'm working in healthcare right now doing sort of laboratory stuff and, uh, you know, insurance things and a lot of that. So uh, I'm struggling a lot with how to like break out of just being friendly with a guy and how to really like feel comfortable and authentic 
touching and flirting and like doing sort of the more feminine things. Um, I feel like I'm a little more comfortable using masculine energy and that's not sort of the greatest way to attract men. Um, never had a serious relationship, so I'm definitely looking to try something different. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I always say like, if, if you, you're comfortable being around men, I mean, that's, that's half the battle. So that you're comfortable, right? Like you, you can chat mm-hmm. them up and be friendly and that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. It's just taking it to the next level where you're showing a little mm-hmm. indication that you may like someone and the flirting and all that, right? Yeah, it's, okay. it's really scary to me to think that they could figure it out. <laughs> it's kind of funny that like... <laughs> How else are they going to know? Exactly. I mean, if you're giving them high five and, you know, talking about sports in a bar, if that's what's going on, yeah, it's probably <laughs> on the friend zone every single time. Well, tell me more, like, what is scary to you? You, you use the word scary. Yeah, I, I definitely think it comes down to that rejection piece. Um, I've, you know, asked guys out before and that hasn't gone super well. Um, and so just kind of trying to overcome that fear um, of just like how I could feel afterwards about myself if they say no. Ah, okay. Yeah. So if if they say no and they quote unquote reject you, what were, like, what are you worried about with that? Um, it just, uh, I, I've been rejected in the past and it hasn't felt good. Um, I think it's mostly just like, uh, almost shameful, I guess, to me, um, ah. to have like tried and failed. Shameful. That's an interesting word that yeah, you ch- what's shameful about that? And and there's a reason why I'm like quite I I know I'm like I keep like kind of peeling away the layers, but bear with me for a second because I know we're yeah. gonna get to it. What is, is shameful? What like what comes to your mind? Um it, it, I guess it comes back to that sort of word failure as well. Um I just especially if I do it in public or just like mm-hmm. his friends find out, I think it's less, it's more about other people knowing that uh, like I was not successful in this endeavor. That you weren't successful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got it. Are Does this show up in other areas of your life too? Like, are you a perfectionist and are you like, you strive for, you know, to succeed a lot? Oh, totally. Um, I did a lot of that in school and I'm a musician, but even then I don't like to like show my process while I'm still learning things to other people. They only get to see the finished product, you know? Uh Um, so yeah, definitely a perfectionist. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, and that can do you in every single time. Yeah. Perfectionist paralysis, as I call it, right? And that <laughs> sometimes, especially when it's things that we are not like either not aware of, or maybe we haven't had practice in, and that's, you know, mm-hmm. has to do with your confidence as well, right? Yeah. So when you haven't been exposed to that, you strive to be better in fear of not doing it so well and being ridiculed and rejected. So is that, that's kind of the cycle that's happened with flirting with you. 
Yeah, definitely. Got it. Okay. And so let's talk about, you no, know, that you said something really interesting in that if you, if you did do it, like flirting, let's say you mm-hmm. did do it and, and you are worried, like, do you really think in your mind that when you flirt with a guy that everyone's going to stop and look at you and say, oh, oh my God, Madison's flirting. She's not doing it right. <laughs> uh, there's definitely a part of my head that thinks that. I don't think it's the rational part, but uh, right, right. there's a little voice somewhere that's like, everyone's looking at you, everyone's watching you fail. Uh, yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with you know, sort of my family. Um, my mom was never super uh, kind and supportive in a lot of areas, particularly around my body. Um, I looked a lot like her, and she had sort of gained a bunch of weight and was feeling down on herself. So she kind of projected that a little bit onto me. Um, so yeah, that definitely doesn't doesn't make it easy. And then my dad was he and I get along really well, we're really close, but he was just gone all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, when he was around, I just had to be the best so I could get approval from him. Ah, uh, you just said two things that are really important. Have you thought about that? Like just kind of the, the voices of the past, how that's showing. Yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been trying yeah. to parse that out a little for myself. So. Yeah. Well, let's parch that out here uh, in front of thousands of people. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, we are. You know, I mean, I'm, and I'm being a little tongue in cheek about it only in the sense that so many, as you heard in the beginning, I mean, so many women struggle with this and I think Mm -hmm. it is attached to, you know, the ghosts of the past or the gremlins, if you will. And, and they show up in insidious ways. And even though we know it's Mm. happening, it's hard to shut it off or even turn it down. And so it sounds like what's happening to you fast forward, like when you're out there flirting and it's almost this feeling of being exposed. Mm. Does that resonate with you? Like that? Yeah. Almost like, yeah, like the spotlight is on you. Probably much like when you're up on stage as a musician. It's like the music mm-hmm. stops and it's time for your solo. <laughs> There's Madison. Flirt now, flirt. You know, and then yeah. But at least when I'm on stage, I like know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I feel yeah. 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 No, keep going but, with that. Thought. You know what you're doing. Oh, it, it, yeah, I, I just. I feel silly kind of when I flirt Uh, and I think part of it's just trying to figure out what works for me. Um, But a lot of the time, just like trying to do some of these things, I feel a little goofy. Um, So I'm just not as confident in what I'm doing. And so I just overthink it a little too much. And yeah, it's a fun cycle. It's a fun, it's a, well, I want to get you out of the cycle and, and it yeah. can be fun by the way. And I think, you know, the tie in here, I always like to find out where people's confidence lives. And I think you just found something that I, I think we can pull upon because if you think about how you are on stage and knowing what helps you, you know, when the spotlight is on you on stage, I think we can draw upon that 
in your flirting life and your dating life mm. so that you don't get in your hair or in your head and your hair and your head mm -hmm. um, and you don't compare yourself to others and you don't like listen to that critical mom and vying for that acceptance of dad when that moment happens. And so, mm. you know, and I'll, I'll come back to that because I think I know we can kind of walk through some steps around that. But mm -hmm. you said something really important about like your, because I want to address the body image stuff. So where, where are you at? Because with how you feel about your body, like on a scale of one to 10, 10 feeling the best, one feeling the worst, where are you at? Uh, it can kind of depend on the day. Um, I'm a lot better than I was. It used to be like mm -hmm. much more of a problem. Um, but I've been, I've been working, doing a lot of mental and physical work on it. Um, but anywhere from like a six to an eight, um, kind of depending. Okay. And when you're feeling really good, like from a six to an eight, what goes on? Like, are you wearing something, you know, special? Is it when you're with a certain crowd? Is it when you're only with women? Is it, you know, can you, can you pinpoint it when you're feeling really good? Yeah. Um, I think probably a recent example, um, I went out with my roommates. We just went out to the bars and, uh, uh -huh. like that, I felt so confident that whole night and like had guys kind of lining up um and I was you know I was looking really cute I had my leather pants on and uh nice you know just really supportive friends um I do think it's easier for me to feel that way around women for sure um they're yeah. not as scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right okay good 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 so that's you know like think of that as your like confidence costume almost you know the leather mm. pants and you know having just like that environment and and now like using that to your potential with men so that that's mm. good okay. because that's going to help kind of conquer some of you know this criticalness that's coming up because really like that's mom talking when you start getting insecure and feeling you know in that like kind of low body confidence thing happening. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just mom talking, but that's not your voice. And I want yeah. you to detach from that because that was probably passed on from, you know, somewhere from her past. Yeah. And to break that cycle in that, you know, and rather I want you honing in on that rock star that you are on stage. And now we just got to get like a flirting rock star going with you. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Like, yeah. So let's, okay. So let's talk about how we can get there. Mm. The first thing that I think is really critical is really pulling in and focusing all that you love about you rather than what you don't. And mm. that all that thing that, all the stuff that you're fearing, that rejection piece that you were talking mm -hmm. about, it's, it, that, that's all in your head. Like, <laughs> I know I made kind of a joke of it, but it's true. It's not like you walk in a room and you say hi to a guy and all of a sudden the spotlight's on and you're like on stage and everyone's looking at you and mm. you know what I mean? Like it's not breaking. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> know that it's way bigger in your head than it is in reality. And I know the rational yeah. part knows that, but I want to really just highlight that. And so when that fear comes up for you, just 
tell yourself, wait a second, I'm not on stage here. Mm. You're not on stage. This is you, Madison, having fun and being present and showing up the rock star. It's like you coming off the stage and mingling with the crowd. That's you. Yeah. Yeah, and, th- and that's usually when I felt most confident too, is like after shows. Um, Great. So okay. Yeah, that that that's I think something I could definitely tap into pretty easily. What makes you more confident when you walk off stage? Like, what helps you? Um, I don't know. It's usually it's again like I'm I'm usually dressed real cute, um, and uh, you know put on a good show and like. My solos went well, and usually the people in the crowd seem to be having a good time dancing and um, doing all of that. So I, I, I just, I know that they're going to be receptive to me already, if that makes sense. Yes, I totally do. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when comedians, they can be, a lot of times they, they'll be really confident up on stage because they have their role and they feel much more confident when they come off stage. But so many mm-hmm. comedians actually are really shy, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's like that role, that script, but here's the thing. What if you, in your mind, always came off stage, no matter where you were and in your mind, visualize you just coming off stage and entering a crowd? Yeah. That, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah. Right. And so like maybe before a date, like what, what kind of music do you, do you play an instrument or do you sing? What do you do? Uh, I sing. You sing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what if before a date or before a social event, you, your date prep plan or your social plan is to get your costume on Mm-hmm. Your leather pants, your heels, like, and I, I would encourage you actually to help you with your femininity. Also, incorporate a dress here and there. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've been, I've been working on that. It's, Good. It's new ground for sure, but uh, getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of these days, I want to do a virtual makeover with you because I think at least helping you like get some great, you know, pieces that work for your body type and you understand, mm-hmm. you know, that. I think will really help you step into the feminine and just putting on a little heel, putting on the leather Mm -hmm. pants, rocking that out, and then sing one of your songs before you go out. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the date prep plan. And then enter that room as if you just came off stage and you know what you got going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does that feel like when I say that? Oh, it's a little scary. Just because, uh, I don't know, I, I'm not that bold all the time. So I, I think it, it'd be it'd definitely different, but that's what I'm trying to do. So, um, but I do think that sounds like something that would totally work. Because even just like in my head, thinking about it um, and visualizing me doing that, I was like, oh yeah, that totally makes me feel way more confident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because I always say there's, there's usually like times in our lives or situations where we do feel confident. And it's just like for you, that stage is such a great honing device because you know you feel so confident and that mm-hmm. when you step out into the crowd, you, you're a little bit more flirty and fun. So that's, that's the first thing. I think just putting that like mindset 
in that, yes, I, I love my body. I'm sexy. I got it going on. I'm a rock star. And just walking yeah. into the room like that, I think is going to be really, really powerful for you. And then from there, I would just, you know, act as if and you will become. I mean, even if there mm. is there like, is there a friend or a celebrity or somebody that you think flirts, you know, really well and you see them get results? Yeah, one of my friends is just like effervescent that way. Yeah, what does she do? Like, what do you notice that she does? Uh, she, she does a lot of like leaning in to listen and just um, always it's just like very charming and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just her vibe. So you need to hang out with her a lot. Okay. Yeah. I want you to study her even like maybe like think about like what she's doing as, as you're talking to guys, because here's the thing. I think right now you just need a script and a mindset mm. shift until it becomes you because, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, that's not really me and I can't be that way. And what I find is that when you at least practice and you know this about music, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes when you're singing a song, you don't always hit the notes, but you practice and practice until finally you can just belt it out. In the beginning, you have to think about the words, don't you? Until you memorize the yeah. song. This is no mm -hmm. different. This is no different. So if it takes you a little bit to just kind of hone in on your stage you know, I, I don't know. Give her a name. I've done that with Pete. Do you have a state <laughs> name? Is there a name? Uh, no, she, she's just Rockstar Madison. I don't know. All right, Rockstar Madison. Like, Rockstar Madison, that should be your, like, go-to name, your go-to state of mind when you're out and about. Yeah. Think of your friend. Think of the body language, how she acts, and just, like, act it out. And okay. eventually it'll become your song. Eventually you'll just be able to do it with ease without even yeah. thinking about it, but you're never going to get there by, by freezing and being this perfectionistic state that, Oh, I'm not doing it right. And everyone will reject me. Like get that out of your head because you mm. would never go on stage if you thought that way either. I don't know. Sometimes you just got to knuckle through it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Just let life be your stage. You don't yeah. get an actual stage. Just let all life be your stage and you, you will get there. And so just, up, you know, the first thing I want you going in, you have a date date prep plan or a social plan where you're getting in that state. Sing, a, sing one of your songs, put your costume on, and get ready for Rockstar Madison. Okay, that's the first yeah. thing. And when cool. you walk into the life stage, I want you to let go of comparing yourself to others, listening to those gremlins or your mom talking or striving to get validated from your dad. Just be you. And the rest will come, you know, just in, in really focus and hone in on that rock star Madison. And even if it has to be a role for now, it's going to mm -hmm. really, really help you. And then finally, I would just go out regularly and practice this with that girl who's really good at yeah. it. And, it, you know, like I always say, you, you need a good set of wing gals and positive role models mm -hmm. to wrap yourself around so that, you know, it, you almost absorb it. 
And I see this too yeah. when I do my wing girl sessions, you know, you, you'll start getting into it and have fun with it. How does yeah. that? Um, Definitely doable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you feel? Yeah. I'm excited. I, uh, I want to go try. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I think a lot of people out there would want to hear you come back. Maybe you, you like have yeah. a flirting song or something that you can make up and then come back <laughs> and sing it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. And you'll be like having guys hit you up left and right after you belt that song out. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you. I really think the key to your kingdom is like getting out of your head and, Mm. you know, not focusing on the past or worrying about what's going to be, but really staying present on your life stage. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Madison, thank you so much for joining me today. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. And I, of course, am your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, seltzerstyle.com, for lots of goodies. And I am super, super excited to announce my new Love Makeover Boot Camp. I'm combining a four-day luxury retreat in Florida for all you East Coasters and anyone who wants to travel and group coaching course to really transform your love life inside and out. Click the link you will see in the show description for more information and schedule a call. Just hop on a call with me and see if it's a good fit. And until then, stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 